here and there. I want to say shit, which I was listening to this other dude's podcast. Uh, he's a photographer. Um, Frono, you don't know who he is because you're not a photographer. But the point is, I was listening to his podcast and he was saying everything. He was like, fuck you, bro. And then he was talking about some. He's just saying bullshit, like literally saying the word bullshit and fuck and shit and calling people bitches. Yeah, that's what people want to hear in the podcast. Absolutely. Right. I like it. Yeah, it keeps it. Y'all know. So surprisingly enough, are you going to sit up closer to the mic? Oh, yeah. Or you can sit back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly enough, I'm on Instagram and I make this post about if you see. If your girl goes to Tulum from March 2020. To March 2021, she for the streets. And mm. I got a lot of DMs. I got a couple <laughs> of DMs. I don't want to throw the sauce on it too much, but I definitely got some DMs like, why? A couple of chicks was like, they wanted to go. A couple of people was like, I don't see why. Like, for the most part, I've seen some people down there already. And I'm like, there's this logic, right? Well, there's this thing. Um, you know how something becomes popular and people feel like, all right, I got to go to this space, this place to get a picture. Yeah. And they just do it for people that's uh, people back home or people, mm. you know. So the the new thing now is most people know like Tulum is like out there in Mexico. You get, And instead of the thing is, it's like, yo, don't go to Cancun because that's like the 18 year old, the 18 year old party spot. You go to Tulum and you, you know, you go out the way a little bit. It's. It's like one of those areas that if you in the know, you know about it. Yeah. And like now, niggas is finding out about Tulum. So now it's just like, oh, all the Instagram girls. It's always the spots where the Instagram girls, once they mess it up, it's a wrap. Sounds like gentrification. Ooh, I like that logic. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. I'm trying to think where else was cool before like the Instagram chicks like just took over and was just like the W. Yeah, the W in Atlanta. Yeah, that was a cool was hangout spot. spot. <laughs> and then next thing you know, the Instagram thotties got out there, and they was like, "No, nah, we here now." Yeah, and then there's just a flood of whack. Whack, and now it's pictures. Last time we went to the W, um, which was some years ago, it was nobody. It was trash. I was just like, "This ain't the move." But that brings me to this topic, this this idea of it was a Drake song where Drake was like. Um, I know he was talking about like how people go out of town, they go places and they post for people back home. Mm -hmm. And so I was laughing with her because um, I was telling her she hears all the peep, the pre-production bitching that I do. (laughs) And I was like, yo, there was a point in time where like all the single chicks was talking shit about the dudes who were like married because they just be like, oh, they was talking about the people that was married and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't really want to be married. Like the single life is is the shit. Mm-hmm. Then Rona hit, and guess what? You can't be out here thotting and biting, right? Trying be- to be bunned up. Can you imagine, like, yes. well, you single? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine, like, yo? But you, I gotta figure out what I can say. Yeah, you can say what the hell you want. You ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because some people, like, I couldn't imagine being out here, like, yo, I gotta dodge STDs. Like the real diseases, and oh, now I gotta dodge COVID. Yeah, imagine you having sex with somebody. The only thing you get out of that is COVID. You gonna lose your sense and smell. I mean, that's better than yeah. than alternatives. Dude, as long as I mean, if, unless as long as I don't die, you know. But I'd rather get the COVID. Absolutely. Which is bringing me <laughs> to that last point because Drake had that line. He was like, "I know a girl who's um, 
happily married till she puts down her phone. And so all I just remember a flood of like the the single chicks out there posting like, yeah, yeah, I know a couple of niggas that. And I was I was telling four girls who I took pictures of on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, I said I feel bad because sometimes women can't really tell that dudes don't want to get married. And they go out there and force them to get married anyway. And like I was talking about, I was like, as men, sometimes you can recognize when like a dude or somebody really don't want to get married. And there's those signs. And so I have this grand sign that I always use as a gauge to tell if a nigga don't want to get married. And that sign is simple. If you're a dude. Yeah. If you, all right. If a dude stops bringing his girl around his homeboy, homeboys, and his homeboys girls, established girls, he really don't want to be around her. That's because somebody don't like her. And it's too big and he ain't got time to be fussing with it. Or mm. she a bore. Nothing's worse than when you're dating somebody and they like not cool. Yeah, that's true. Like, especially if your close friends don't get with him. Yeah. Like Yeah, that can screw it all up. I can't rock with you. That's how we kind of got cool with her. Okay. With her roommate. Uh, her ex roommate. Did we like her first? No. 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 Yeah, there's no. no way we like Suzanne first. I think Richie liked Suzanne. Well, somebody did. It wasn't us. Hey. It wasn't me. It's, <laughs> so for those who do not know, um, with my wife, only reason we got cool at work is because her roommate went out to country. I, if I correct, she went out to country, right? She went out to country for a couple weeks or something like that. And uh, yeah, for study abroad. So that's probably about two months. And Rena really had no friends she had no one to be around so me mr let me swoop in and save her i was like yo we should hang out and so we all started hanging out with rena she started hanging out with like everybody around the job we was like we was cool and i just remember right before her roommate came back i was like yo i'm probably not gonna hang out with you once your roommate get back because she sucks and she was like really i thought you guys liked her and i'm like hell no everybody hates this bitch at work and then she stopped being friends with her and then they almost had to scrap but you know yeah, we made it. Um, for those who do not know, I have a special guest. Um, we talked about you two episodes ago, and we'll bring it up. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, you heard. Yeah, told me how to come looking. <laughs> yeah, but I have a great friend of mine, somebody who I've been knowing since probably 08 or 09, probably around that time. Yeah, whenever you graduated college. Oh, excuse me. So it's like 11, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. I started working there in 08, 09, and you came like a year later when I trained you. But the point is, um, I have a great friend here today. Um, what's good, bro? What up? What is your name? I'm here. That's what you want to go by? Mark. Mark. Thank you. So, <laughs> so Mark over here, um, we've been knowing each other for the longest, and we talked about you two episodes ago. Who was I with? Who was I? Oh, shout out to Rico, and um, shout out to Rico for coming on because we was talking about more or less um, Amir and his journey and how you really push through and achieve what you needed to achieve. And I also talked about on there like some 48 Laws of Power and how you manipulated people, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a master of mine. Oh. <laughs> What's the greatest manipulation you'd never pulled off? Let's start there. Uh, that's hard to say, but my like learning how to think about how people think Mm. And what you can do to, and this sounds crazy because I don't manipulate people, but sure, you whatever. can. Hmm. I'm very persuasive, if you know what I mean. Okay, that makes sense. So there's not much that I can't get. Oh, if if you put, but the other thing is that playing the long game works. Like I'm cool with playing the long game. 
That is definitely true. I remember when you we were at the Ritz, we all used to talk about dog. I shouldn't have said that shit. Oh well, we're not believing it. Oh yeah, we don't so work there no more. I don't work there. So, um, when we was out there, <laughs> it's nothing bad. But when we was all working at the Ritz, we used to always talk about like, yo, we can't wait to put in our twenty five. For those who not know, I don't know if it still happens, so don't quote me on this. But if you work uh, for Marriott, you work for twenty five years. Which you, no matter where you go, you can stay there for two days for free or three days free. I think it's three quarter century. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get three days free no matter where you go in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of pe- it's not a lot of people. Excuse me, it's a good little amount of people who you will run into who's like, yo, I put in my twenty five. Or you'll get you meet those people who like at seventeen and they're like, I only got I'm eight more years. There. I'm <laughs> almost there. I'm almost. And people really legit push for this because it's something dope. And I just remember all of us had those dreams. And then all of us was just like, all right, we can't do this. But Amir was like, no, I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna put yeah, it I'm in. Gonna get my, I'm still might get my quarter century, bro. I've been thinking about if I ever go back. I don't know if they hire me now because of this pod, but well, I ain't gotta go work there. <laughs> True that, but I'll be talking company. shit. Yeah. All right, you ready to do some drops? Yeah. You know that was coming, did you? No, this is real. Fancy. Welcome to the. Well, I try to be fancy because you know how niggas yeah. do. Hold on, niggas gotta hit this part. Community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now he's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? Hell no, Please. you cannot. So for those who do not know, my name is Coke, aka Gavin, aka whatever you want to call me. This is the Paid in Exposure podcast where we have a podcast that is catered to black and brown photographers all over the effing world so with that being said it's super cool um i bring on photographers from time to time i bring on i bring on models i bring on makeup artists but more most of you guys know i bring on regular ass niggas so with that being said shout out to big sean for this song i like this song r.p to nipsey y'all had to take that nigga i hate (laughs) y'all Shout out to my wife in the room. What up, C. Lee? What up, C. Lee? <laughs> you like that? Fuck rap, I'm a street legend. Black love me with a deep reverence. I was birthed in a C-section. Helicopters and police presence. We got ops, so we keep weapons. We on y'all block while y'all eat breakfast. A lot of shots, we broke street records. Watch how you talk, I got reflexes. Watching your cheap necklace. Then we slide at the east exit. But every time we get the fucking niggas up, TMZ catch it. Y'all Shout out to TMZ. They everywhere. I ain't never seen them though, but they allegedly they be everywhere. They do. They do. Well, well, I watch the show. Well, I watch it sometimes all the time, but they be everywhere. You gotta stop. They don't care about black folks. They really don't come for us. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? The last time I watched the show was it wasn't too long ago, and I had decided, you know what? I'm not fucking with it. Why? Because <laughs> hold on. <wait. laughs> Why? It was a, it was a serious serious situation. So you remember not long ago there was a video of a cop shooting a lady's dog Mm-mm. yeah so there was a lady cop i don't know what was going on in the video or whatever but she's walking down the street the cop and another cop and the lady's dog is in her yard behind the fence mm-hmm. the lady's dog is like going crazy and yeah the cop's dog is walking too close so the dog latches onto it through the fence mm. so the cop shoots the dog because it was like if i don't it's gonna kill with this dog yeah whatever. yeah but the uproar was crazy. And I'm thinking, I'm watching this on TMZ, and not one person said, do y'all realize we talking about a dead dog and Breonna Taylor was killed, and, you know, yeah. or George Floyd, nothing. I was like, if not one person brings this up, then I'm done. And 
Well, bro. you know how that go. Um, before we get started, so for those who are listening, we're going to be talking about we as in me. I'm going to be talking about the five things today that I hate about being a photographer or I hate about photography. Um, it's not meant to be negative. It's just constant things I deal with. Um, so we're going to go through that. However, before we get started, hand claps for my homeboy. Shout out to my homeboy, Kevin Wilson. Um, for those who do not know, I met Kevin in college. Um, excuse me. I went to UNCC. A select a select amount of you guys knew me um, from 07 to 2010. I was in UNC. I was in Greensboro all the time. So Kevin went to one of my favorite universities of all time, North Carolina A&T. And Kevin, just to Aggie see his Pride. growth, shout out to Aggie, Aggie Pride. They do not play. Um, but to see his growth, I remember when I met Kevin the first time, I walked into his uh, dorm Cause he was roommates with some other guys that I knew. And the first thing I noticed was Kevin had all these DVDs around his room. So I was just like, Oh, you like movies making a joke. He was like, one day I'm gonna make movies. And I said, ha, I hit him with the, <laughs> okay. And so I just remember, you know, he kind of looked at me and laughed, but I think he said, I don't, I don't think he took it as the way it sounded. Cause it, you ever say some shit and you'd be like, that sounds so bad. Yeah. And yeah, I, nice. when I was like, oh, okay, it sounded so bad. But when he said it, I thought he was just joking. And I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. And he said, cool. And so I just remember we was at, um, I'm keep saying we, like I went to A&T, but we was at um, <laughs> A&T and I remember the boys hit me up and said, yo, Kevin's going to, he's writing a play. It's on Emmett Till. It's going to be dope. I was like, all right, cool. And I remember Kevin hit me up. was like, can you make me a flyer? And I said, Kevin, I don't make flyers. I suck at flyers. He said, I don't care. Mm -hmm. At this point, Kevin is one of those people. If it gets the job done, he won't accept anything. But if he needs it, he will accept it. Mm -hmm. As long as he knows it's your best and you didn't you didn't give him nothing half-assed. So I appreciate that. He gave me that opportunity. Um, when it came time, he took that play. You know, I remember the, the screening that I went to at uh, A&T for the play. Uh, one of Emmett Till Cousins was there, which was super cool. Um, just to see that whole transition, just to see him transition to um, after that. I know he did some work on Law and Order. I know he was, you know, I remember the time people don't notice. And I don't know if Kevin want people to notice, but oops. Um, <laughs> I remember somebody was trying to buy one of Kevin's plays and he called me. He said, bro, this is more money than I've ever been offered for anything because we fresh out of college. And I was like, what you want to do? And he was like, I just can't. And I was like, well, don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do not want anybody to think that I was the reason why Kevin didn't sell, sell that play. Right. But it was just amazing that he came to me with that. And I just remember him, watching him grow there, watching him work alongside Spike Lee oh, and Spike wow. Lee. And then to watch um, that play get turned into a movie that won several awards that was nominated for the, the Oscars last year. And just to see him at the Oscars was mind-blowing. Like, this guy... He legit made movies. And shout out to me. All right, that's enough for me. Um, because I made the credits in that movie. And I appreciate it because it was, it, I didn't do nothing. I think I made him like, he, I made him some more flyers, but he gave me a credit. And just to see that, yo, shout out to him. Um, he got management and it's cool. It's kind of dope to say like, yo, I'm managed by some people. I'm going to be working for them. I'm going to be making commercials for these individuals. And I know it's going to be beautiful. I know it's going to be black. And I'm super excited. So shout out to you, Kevin. Thank you for everything. Keep striving. Yeah. Um, if you ever need anything, let me know. He already sent me 
some pictures last week and was like, yo, I need these pictures. So that's she, dope. That's yeah. Dope. Kevin's real cool. It's always good to see people from like college and stuff. Deuce, I mean, well, for me, it was different for you guys. I'm saying you guys because she's in here. Um, I remember when y'all used to talk about how people was on cooking shows when y'all was in school. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, that has to be cool to see people like really achieve and strive and capture their dreams. And then it's just like, yo, that's dope. Like, you got to be something cool there. Um, so shout out to him. So, all right. You ready? Yeah. It's for the part of the podcast. Amir is looking at notes. He has zero to say until like. 15 minutes from now. I always got something to say. Oh, my gosh. All right. You can pick it back off all this shit I'm about to say. So, <clears throat> I was, um, shout out to Eugene from Shaded Media. Uh, me and him was sitting down. We was chopping it up. And he interviewed me uh, last week. And part of his interview, um, I wanted to say something. I, I don't know if I got to say it on there, but immediately afterwards, something came into my mind. It was like, yo... We was talking about this photography journey, and I realized it's a lot of things about photography I do and don't like. And the things, you know, it's funny about living in this. The funny thing about life, excuse me, is sometimes we focus on what we don't like versus we focus on the negatives more than we focus on the positive sometimes. Right. And so I was looking at that and I came up with this idea of like five things I do not like as a photographer or I don't like five things I don't like about photography or five things I don't like about being a photographer. So I kind of just wanted to run through these right quick. The first thing, which is easy for me, this market is so effing watered down. I don't know about your market that you're in and what you do. Um, but in my market, everybody thinks they're a photographer. Mm. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Exactly. Um, Amir has my first, do you have my first camera? Yeah. See, that's exactly, that's exactly what the hell I mean right there. (laughs) Amir has my first camera and Damn, that is right. You do have my very first camera. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to it in case you get famous. You know, mm. I have to sell that. Mm. You know I'm going to sell it, too. Exactly. <laughs> He's definitely going to sell it. So, like, nah. <laughs> it's but it's funny, though. Like, I work in a very watered down. You good. I work in a watered down uh, market where somebody, I you know, I'm in several photo, photo groups, and it's not uncommon to see people lose business to iPhones. Mm. Um. But it also, you know, the flip side of that is you have to figure out ways as a photographer to um, show why you're valued more than that phone. True. Well, you see that billboard uptown that it says this photo is made with an iPhone. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it's shocking because all it does is make me think what I need a photographer for. Not even that. Like, oh, I could do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm a photographer. And yeah, what do I need to photograph? Why do I need to edit? You know? Yeah, especially when on Instagram they have filters, mm-hmm. which the person I took pictures of today that you know about, um, she already posted my pictures. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, but she told she kind of gave me a heads up that she was going to do it, and I was cool with it. Yeah. Were you? The nature of the shoot, shoot I did, I, I'm not planning on posting it mm. because it's uh, exclusive. She was a dominatrix. Oh. So... What's her name, Brianna? No. Oh, now, man. now that part we might have to bleep because that's a. <laughs> but no, it's not. Her. But I, I don't certain. All right, so let's say. All right, my rule is always this: do not post unedited work. The only way 
me personally, and I'm not saying photographers should do this, and I'm not saying this is right, because I do feel like sometimes when you break the rules as a photographer for clients, you do start a precedent that clients feel is comfortable. Mm -hmm. However, um, my thing is, if it's something I'm not going to promote, and you let me know, hey, and she asked me, she said, is it cool if I like it as is that I can post? I said, absolutely. Because it's something, and I don't have a problem with her lifestyle or what her job you know what i'm saying that's cool mm-hmm. i ain't into it did you listen to the episode when we talked about being out fetish or out kinked yeah not the whole thing but i listened to that <laughs> and then me and you talked about it <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna skip past that but um you know i don't have a problem with what she's into but also i don't want to promote that because i don't want that coming back to me as so people saying yo hey i have other things you know that is her career that is what she does and that lady you know she's super cool she was super nice but you have some people that really you know are into things that i don't want to be taking pictures of Mm -hmm. so anyway we got off topic question this is so random no i save it i save it's better um so another thing i hate is bad collaborations um as a photographer this is the number two thing if you're listening out there um but bad collaborations for me is um, excuse me if you heard me burp. It sucks when people come to you and they hit you with the, yo, this is going to work. And you really think it's good? And that shit ain't good. Like, okay, you know, or it's the person who hits you up and you see them killing. I've, let me play this. I've gotten a lot better at recognizing who's not really a model on their Instagram. Because sometimes, I don't care who you are as a photographer, do not get guilted and shamed into thinking that, people out here are not giving away free shoots and is not collaborating that is a lie um i've come to learn that i've come to accept that and i come to not judge people that do free stuff and a lot of you photographers out here who is talking shit y'all do a lot of free work because i know the models and models talk male and female so um but bad collaborations you know you do run into that person who's like yo yo this is you know this is what i ordered and this is what i got we deal with those type of people all the time. So that, that shit is super annoying. Um, How does a regular everyday model get paid? So like, I don't know. The person we have to talk to is Des, Desiree. Okay. I wish I could call her. Like, I always wonder. I mean, I know, like, you book a commercial, you get paid, mm-hmm. you do, you go to a fashion well, show. Well, most of the people have representation. So there's two things. A real model, from my understanding, is they have representation. They're represent, you know, they, they get contact. Their representation gets contacted by Amir's agency, right? Mm-hmm. Who is looking for a black model, five two, whatever, whatever the case may be. And they say, hey, here's the girls we have. Here's their lookbooks, whatever. They say, all right, we need her. This is the rate, blah blah blah. They get paid. Um, then you got IG models. That's what I'm talking about. They don't get paid. They just doing it for fun. They're doing it for fun. And then if they don't want to shoot with somebody, they send them a check. They'd be like, yo, I can't work with you. My rates is this. I had one girl who hit me up and, um, well, no, excuse me. Let me not, let me not lie. You know, niggas lie. But I hit her up and I was like, yo, I would love to work with you. And then I, I said it. And then I started looking through her profile and I said, uh oh. And then she was like, cool. And I was like, yo, I probably need to back out of this, but I don't know how to because I initiated. <laughs> and then she goes, cool, just to let you know my rate. My, sometimes my rates is when you say sometimes my rate is, you don't charge or you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, sometimes my rates is $50 for a two hour minimum, minimum. So 50 an hour for two hours at a minimum. And I was like, cool, you a model? And she was like, yeah, couldn't you tell? Mm-hmm. And she was like, 
I know I have like three pictures up there. And I'm like, you have a hundred and something pictures on your profile. You tell me you have three modeling pictures. And then she sent me some extras and I was like, cool. Well, let me know. I was like, honestly, I didn't know you was a model. I just started following you because you had liked some of my pictures. I took pictures of her friend. And I never had fit her up since then because I never really wanted to work with her once yeah. I realized like she wasn't a model. So the everyday models, I don't know. I mean, it'd be a good answer. I know most girls, they literally or guys, if they don't want to work with you, they will charge you. And it's kind of a, as a deterrence, not of I really want to get paid because most of them got other jobs. So. They just want good pictures. Absolutely. Going back to Tulum. Anyway, um, number three. And. I think I talked to all my friends about this. Sometimes um, I feel for photographers, sometimes you get in this mode of you feel like you got to um, impress people. You got to impress potential clients. You got to impress mm. your friends because a lot of times you are putting yourself out there. Photography and videography, but especially photography, it's like we're in this generation where you really are putting your latest, your job is on display every time you post. Yeah. Um, and you leaving it up for everybody to judge your job or what you're good at every time you post. And it gets stressful. You know, if we think about what you do, um, and he, you know, Amir out here cussing people out. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. But people don't know what you do every day at work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't go and say, hey, I'm at work. Look what I did. My team has lost this much money. My team has gotten this much money, you know, or. We actually just did make no money. To, you know, whatever the case may be, you don't post that. Me, I posted a picture today from a shoot I did like a few months ago, but or like two months ago, whatever. But people are right there judging it right now. Like, is this his latest work? Is this his best foot forward? Has he gotten better? Whatever. And sometimes as a photographer, you get, you get in your own head and you're like, all right, I don't want to post this. I don't want to keep pushing forward or whatever. And that's just annoying. I just don't even know how else to say it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so it's the pressure. It is. It's pressure. And then sometimes, you know, I've seen a couple of photographers, um, big photographers who are like, yo, I got to step away from Instagram. And I had to do that. That's why I don't post as much anymore. I've been did that. But, you know, now I'm back on my shit. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. So, okay. Hey. Um, but with that, <clears throat> you do get to that point where you're like, I got to get away. And shout out, shout out to my wife. Hand claps for her. Or we, we can give her light hand claps. That's enough for her. Um, but shout out to her because she hopped off of Facebook and she was like, yo, I'm over this. Now, hers was different reason. We all know why sometimes we got to go. There's yeah. a lot of racist people on Facebook. Yeah. See. Yeah. That's all you got to say? Yeah. Oh, we about to kick you off this damn pot. <laughs> what is, yeah. I hate nah, you. I, um, no, just recently, I used to, I remember I always would say that I would not get off social media. You know what I mean? I remember those days too for and, me. And. To me, even still, it's like, okay, if you don't have social media on your phone, what are you doing with it? Yeah. You know, how many times do we call people? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But recently, I do find it to be a little too much sometimes. Absolutely. Because being on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Absolutely. Uh, looking for certain particular people's tweets or what they said, what time they wake up, stuff yeah. like that. It's just too much. So I'll delete it. Delete the apps. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll wake up in the morning, delete them, go through work without any social media. And then download. And then when I'm ready to, I'll download again. Which is amazing. I think for me, <clears throat> I got to a point where posting on Instagram, I remember the days when I used to post and if I didn't have enough likes in like 15, 20, 30 minutes, I was delete the post and start over. Wait. Mm -hmm. Do it again. Yeah. And I was just like, I remember those. And then I got past that, right? And then my Instagram used to get a shit ton of likes a shit ton of follows and then it was like yo 
I was now I'm getting still to this day. I still get as many likes as I had when I had half of my following. Right. And for those who know, none of my following is fake. Like it's genuine people. But it was it's that that concept of now when I get those like if it's if it stops at three, four or five or six hundred, I'm kind of like, damn, I should at least be getting 15. Like, that's what I feel like I should be getting that because I I have almost 15,000 followers. I'm thinking like that. And then it's getting to that point of like, where are these people at? And then I'm playing with yeah. Instagram's model. People don't know if you want your post to be shown by Instagram, sponsor your damn post. Like, I'm keep it real with everybody. Unless, and shout out to all those people out there that's like, yo, your content sucks. You know, your content got to be a man. Shut up. Mm. Shut the hell up. All right. <laughs> Instagram ain't showing your shit unless you're paying them pretty much. Algorithm. And I know a, a lot, you know, and shout out to those photographers who had the money to say, yo, I'm going to put $5, $10 behind every post, which got to be expensive. But if you, that's your bill for the month, you cool with it. But it's just annoying. Um, So that whole lineup of like impressing people. And I remember one day, I just realized I'm like, yo, I'm tired of being that person. So I stopped and I really got rid of that. And it was super cool. Um, me and you was talking about this. I hate shitty clients. Yeah. I hate shitty, shitty clients. Yeah. With photography. Cause you asked me a question off air. You said, do people really respect my time? Mm-hmm. And me and you have had argument, not arguments. I've really vented to you about people not respecting my time. Yeah, because especially with like a job like yours, where yeah. time is absolutely like if I'm if I'm there and I'm on time and you show up late and it's cool to you, you know a lot of people. Um, I don't know how people handle life. You know, the only place that I go late sounds so bad. I'm about to say it. Church. I show up to church thirty minutes late. You show up after praise and worship. Uh. I show up with like when it's two songs left. Wow, you need to be there before the piano, the keyboard is down. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, you know when the drums start hitting, they want to do the test. Do the, the, the yeah, that need to be you because you gotta get your prayer in first, bro. <laughs> like I, somebody but, pray for Gavin. But I show up at that thirty minute mark. Like I know. Yeah. But like people who show up to, you know, I used to love being at work, especially when we work together. And somebody be like, oh yeah, but you be late. I'm like, no, I don't. Check the book. Yeah, I be on time. I'm I I'm on time to I got work. Seven minutes. Exactly. And I'm there. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I I'm not late to work. I'm not if I'm late somewhere, it's genuinely because I something happened out that was so much out of my control and it wasn't bad, bad planning or just carelessness. Yeah. Or if it was that, it was be it's rare, very super rare. Um, I don't play that way, but you know, shitty clients is annoying. And kind of going to all right, so I gotta read something to you because I was gonna save it for later in the podcast, but we're gonna do it. So I'm in this group, and this girl, shout out to Building Bloom by Jessica. She might not want me to say that because <laughs> sometimes I feel like we secretly beefing, but she don't know. You know, nothing's worse than when you beef with somebody and you're the only one beefing. Right. Or when they or nothing's funnier than when you and somebody else beefing and they the only one beefing. And you just sitting there like, like, what is your problem? You like, bro, I'm praying for you every night. So but um, this girl, she wrote um, <laughs> she wrote to her client. I don't have availability for that day. Can you do Sunday? The client said, yes. I can. Would you be open to doing an hour? Hold on. Would you be open to do it for fun or cheap? That's a red flag right there. The girl wrote back, well, we could just do a mini shoot. 
My mini shoots is 30 minutes and it's $80. Another issue, but I let that ride. And you'll get a minimum of 10 photos. And then she put a smiley face. The lady said, cool. Let's do a full shoot for $80. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm saying that because this girl writes in a group and she goes, well, first of all, let's go. Let's let's break this down. That is a shitty client. Yeah. Um, You done told them the rules. (laughs) And she said, no, instead of a mini shoot, how about we do a full shoot? And nothing's worse than one client. I, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I had a I had somebody write me. Um, I'm a lie and say it was a couple of days ago, but I had a cl- couple of clients, a client who wrote me yesterday and basically was like, yo, where are all the pictures you sent me? I want to post them. I'm like, you didn't pay for them. Yeah. And I, my thing has always been like, nothing's worse than when you have a client and it's like, they are shitty. Now I will put it like this. I do not work with shitty clients. If I will weed them out, mm-hmm. you know, me, um, me and my wife was talking and I told her, I said, yo, I'm going to do this shoot. It'll be the last time I see this chick. Yeah, I already knew before I got there. I'm like, I would never work with her. She was not a pain, even though I had to edit her pictures like three or four or five times. But it was something that um, I wasn't mad at her for wanting me to adjust. Let me put it like that. But I, when I got there, I was like, this will be the last time I work with her. I'm cool. I've worked with vendors and, you know, I'm like, I would never work with them again. Yeah, the vibe's got to be right. Absolutely. Um, And last thing. Out of my five things I hate about photography, this is probably number, this might be number one. The effing snakes. <laughs> it is snakes in photography. Um, I don't know how to say it. Um, and sometimes you don't even know if you beefing with a photographer or a makeup artist or a stylist or, you know, whoever. Um, or a model. You don't know. But... Uh, you hear stuff that's being said about you or you 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 hear stuff that's going around and then when you hear it about yourself you're like yo i wonder who said that yeah you, you piece it together yeah yeah you got to piece it together and then um sometimes you got to figure out what their motives is for telling you right true yeah and that's what everybody that's what friends that's what and you know i've come to learn not to get close to anybody in this whole thing um because i've heard things about myself I've seen models. It's models right now who don't work with me anymore, and I can't. You know, I send them DMs and be like, "Yo, what's good? You all right? Whatever." Don't hear from them. They don't open it, which I know what they're doing. You can open an IG message, read it, then you back out, say you didn't read it, and it takes the red away. But uh, which is cool. I yeah, did. That's I did that. Today. More work though. Yeah, it is. I did it today though. <laughs> but um, you know, but it's a lot of snakes, and it's some people. Literally, what I've come to learn is there's some people that have this thing of causing division so they can get free pictures. And I've learned that me and another photographer had that conversation. Cause I told him, I said, uh, I said, yo, he said he heard some stuff that I was saying. And I was, told him I heard some stuff he was saying. And I said, yeah, I said, you got to understand, man. I said, uh, I said, some people just tell us that so they can get, get us mad at each other. So they can come to us and be like, yo, we should work together to piss him off. Mm-hmm. But I also know photographers who will work with certain models to piss certain photographers off. I didn't did that before. Yeah. I think it's fucking funny. <laughs> but you know, it is snakes around. Like me, if I got beef, nobody in this industry can ever say that I have not told them how I felt to their face. Facts. And um, my other thing is, if I haven't said it to your face yet, I haven't seen you. True. But you can DM me today, and I tell you, you can listen to the podcast. You can listen to the podcast, and I, sh- I wish I had a beep sound so I could do the beep. Like I was a real nigga, but you know, it's not gonna happen. All right, Amir. Um, before we keep going, 
What stage of the relationship do you think it's okay to start lying in? Lying? Yeah. Never. <laughs> That is a lie. Lying? Define, yes. Define what you mean by lying. What you mean? A lie is not the truth. What why, the? But why would you have to lie? Have you not lied in a relationship before? No. You are a liar serious? now. Okay, well, I'm talking about my grown, my grown, my grown self. <laughs> no. As an adult. <laughs> what stage is it okay? What, what? Not okay, but what stage is it that people start lying in their relationships? The end. Which no. is, if you lying in the beginning, then it's the end. Dead ass. I mean, I can't get with it. I don't want to be lied to, and if I and I'm an overthinker, bro. I think about everything. So if you lying, I'm gonna catch it. And and if I catch you lying, now we got a real big problem. Shout out to the niggas that be lying early. Everything and the chicks. Yeah, people you know. be lying. Yeah, but what for? Cause you, cause it causes a bigger issue than what it's worth. Unless you, you know, this is the real issue here. Oh. The big issue is that people are not a really, podcast gonna start. Right, right. <laughs> people are really, really bad with communication. I mm. saw this tweet the other day, and this dude said, "I'll tweet." I mean, he said, "I'll de- um, cash up any man who's in his thirties that is gay and good with communication." Mm. And I said, "Go ahead, cash at me." <laughs> it was fifty dollars. My bad. Cash at me my fifty. I still ain't get it, but let me tell we you, we can request it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know him like that. But I'm sure I can figure it out. But you know what the thing is? Is it's true because people are just conditioned to be bad at communication. Mm. You know, they're just bad. They're not. They're they're scared to be vulnerable. They people are scared of the bigger issue. If you just confront it in the beginning, you can nine times out of ten tackle it. You know. Well, sometimes people like yeah, yo, I was here, and it's like you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna lay out that I was not. There. I'm gonna just say I wasn't there. So what about this? Because <laughs> I just think that's dumb. Don't tell me you somewhere because then now you cheating. <laughs> exactly why you don't say where you was because that might be an issue. Now, you say say if you in a relationship and you got your locations, y'all share locations. Okay, well, me and now, her don't. Yeah, I, that, I figured when, once you get in a real, like once you get deep in a relationship, I recommend turning it off, <laughs> you know? But you share location, right? And then they turn it off. Because, you know, you can stop sharing for a period of time. Yeah. What do you think? If if me and her were sharing locations and she turned it off, I don't know why I would ever check hers. You just check everybody's. I mean, I share a location with a bunch of people. So sometimes I want to know where they at. Like today when I was like, yo, I'm um, let's start a podcast. And you was like, no, you at the mall. Yeah. You was like, I get five more minutes to nap. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know how it would feel if she turned her location. It might be like, yo, why you turned it off? Because it ain't like one of those things where it's just like um, you in a dead end and it's not registering. It's because you turned it off. Yeah. I probably feel some type of way. Yeah, because it just creates confusion. Yeah. You know, so that's the same thing as lying. Like, what did you have to do that you had to turn the, the pot? The, you know what I mean? So exactly. It's too you, much work. If you have Fridays, but you really don't want to say you have Fridays because you at Thursdays <laughs> and you know that the bartender at Thursdays. She nasty. Yeah. She nasty. Don't go to Thursdays. Don't go to Thursdays. Ruby Thursdays. I miss Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, no, bro. You always been bad with food. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Because you just <laughs> said you miss Ruby Tuesdays. I've only ate there once. Yeah, me too. And I knew I wasn't messing with them when they I ordered a burger and I got a bun on wheat bread. And I said, ma'am, I didn't order wheat bread. She said, that's how they all come. At that point, I (laughs) said, oh, hell not a slice of bread. It was like a wheat bun. It was a wheat bun. Nobody asked for that. But maybe it's in the menu. Did you read the menu? I don't remember. See, it was in the menu. You can't be mad at that. Let me tell you that if it's your standard to give me a wheat bun, I need to go. 
Why? What's wrong with wheat? There's nothing wrong with wheat. Sometimes I might want wheat. You remember I they told us wheat bread was good for us, and then they said too much wheat is bad for, bad for you. I hate when they be telling yeah, black yeah. folks what that's, to eat. That's, that shit get on my nerves. <laughs> that's because they always want to know where they want to screw us at. Exactly. Like when they used to tell us milk was good, and then now they telling black folks milk ain't good for you. <laughs> you really shouldn't have been eat, drinking it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, make up your mind. If they get us with the grits, we done. Bro, <laughs> it's a wrap. All right, so this is a part of the podcast where... Um, I answer you guys' questions from wherever the hell they may be, um, whether it's Facebook, Instagram. If you do have a question, dirt, 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 we should have one of those. Yeah, you I need, need to get that. I need to get a news button. But if you have a question, you can DM it to Payton Exposure um, underscore podcast, Payton Exposure 16 at Gmail. Don't email me. I'm never going to read that shit. Okay. <laughs> um, Payton Exposure to podcast on Facebook. Um, just shoot us a message. Answer us the question. We're going to shout you out on the next podcast. You need to get answer. a fax machine like Wendy used to have. Don't get me started on 866-GET-WENDY. We don't even like Wendy. Well, I used to love her on the radio. And that's what she I'm reading your faxes. They're coming in. What a you. liar. That could be you. <laughs> what a freaking liar. I read this first question. <laughs> All right. So how how do you deal with negativity on social media? You didn't even ask that in like a cool way. Yo, you know what I really want to know, though? What? How do you deal with negativity on social media? Oh, oh my gosh. That's a crazy-ass question. Um, me, personally, I don't get negative comments. I have. I get negative DMs. And you tell me I just delete it. Delete it and block them. You know, I used to do that whole, like, go back and forth with people. Mm. But now, okay, it's different. Facebook is different from Instagram. Instagram is, like, under my photography stuff. Because I never post myself or my thoughts. Um, I might post a rant. Yeah. And if you comment on my story about my rant and it's negative or you feel offended or whatever, I'm usually laughing. Like, yeah. you know, like, yo, I sometimes I've made jokes about my feelings and I just wrap it in like I'm tired of y'all. And it's usually me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So clearly I was telling my wife, I'm like, yo, niggas need to stop going to Tulum. <laughs> like, whatever. And I told her, you can ask her. I was like, but I still want to go. Right. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> get this picture right here. Yeah. Like, I still want to go. I still, you know, and to the women that text me and said they still going, I said, do your thing. Yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah. We all belong <laughs> to the streets, but whatever. Um, so with me, I deleted. But now on Facebook, I got time on Facebook. Yeah. Because she's usually watching some show downstairs that I don't care about. So I'm on, I'm on it. Especially my old principal, racist-ass principal. Yeah, I know her. Christian school. Yeah. I know Y'all her. Y'all saw me. It's I was going in. Years. Yeah, it was having fun. Like it is what it is. How you deal with negative stuff on social media? It's same like you. It depends. I mean, at this point, I don't really get much negativity because mm-hmm. I would say, with the exception of Facebook, but even ninety percent of the Facebook followers that I have are real people that I know. Yeah, you know, um, like genuine, not even genuine, but just people I spent my life with. Yeah. Um, but there was this one time I remember I got a a negative. Um, dm message yeah and i didn't even read it i knew i read the first sentence and i was like uh (laughs) don't have the time yeah what is the point like you gonna contact me so we can argue on the computer yeah now like you said i will be in a debate real quick on some comments uh anything like that like if it's something that i know about because i'm not gonna argue about nothing i don't already know about you know what i mean what was that argument we had at the chinese restaurant that one day oh you was acting real dumb trying to say beyonce wasn't wasn't what? Don't lie. What did, did I say? Did you say she wasn't an entertainer? No, it wasn't her. It was Beyonce. No, it was. No, no, no. I always said she was an entertainer. You said she wasn't was it? a, it, it, a I performer? It was, it was no. her against, uh, Michael Jackson. You said Michael Jackson's entertainer. 
Beyonce is not like a singer or something like that. I thought it was Mary J. Blige. Oh no, or well, Mariah. I'm sure, we, no, we were talking about Beyonce. That's why I was but loud. We but jumped, we could get loud on we, Mary J. Blige too. We, but we was going in. <laughs> somehow we was talking about music, so yeah. we was arguing about that. Loud. And I guess we were trying to. I think what we were really arguing about was the difference between a performer and an entertainer. Yeah, that was the meat. That was the meat of it. And I think we were just inserting people. And then so I just remember we in the middle of this Chinese restaurant and people are looking at us like, what the hell? And then we're laughing at it also. Yeah. Because with our arguments, we always yell, but we always leave together and drive in the same car <laughs> laughing. But um, all right. What's the next questions? All right. Be an exclusive background story. Oh, you were probably, probably wasn't supposed to read that. OK, um, cool, cool, cool. Let me read that part. Um, <laughs> Last episode. So, no, not last episode. If you're in the paid and exposure, the no more pie group. um. I post. I made this post, and it comes from my last episode where we talk about being exclusive as a photographer can bring value to your company and help you out. So shout out to um, one of the guys in the group. He asked this question, and it is, um, do you build up to that point, or is the decision you make without showing why you're exclusive? And I told him, and I kind of wanted to go into this um, for me, I always look at it, no matter what you do in life, you are, you're building your experience. You're getting knowledge. You put it in the hours to have the experience that you have to charge whatever the hell you want to charge, right? But if you start noticing everybody, every, let me put like this, there's, there, we have two bags, right? There's a bag that, you can get from Walmart when you buy groceries and there's a bag that you can go into Louis Vuitton and get. Mm. They both do the same exact thing. It, they both hold whatever you put inside of them. It's the reason why one is given to you for free. You can literally walk into Walmart right now and say, can I get a bag? They will hand you one and not even ask you why. But you cannot go into Louis Vuitton and say, can I get a bag? And they're not going to hand you one. It's the reason why. And some of that is what went into making those bags and how and another thing that really went in there is how exclusive those bags is. Hmm. Oh, how much child labor is put into it? <laughs> Somebody's gonna be upset. That's funny as shit. You gotta though. make them little kids work. You do gotta put them work. We used to work as kids, right? So the reason why I tell people, and I told somebody that I said, you know, um, those factories, you know, H and M, Zara, um, they are all owned by the same people that make Versace and things of that nature. The same big ass family owns all them, and if not, they're all friends mm -hmm. over there. But it's a reason why everybody can't go to Versace and say, "Let me get the six hundred dollars shirt." But most of us can go to H and M and get the nine ninety nine dollars shirt. Another thing, side note: Do you know you can go basically to H and M and whatever you pick up, especially if it's a plain wear thing, there's another style, exact same style, and I promise you, there's a tag for it cheaper. It's like the most weirdest shit. So I picked up, I'm saying this because I picked up some damn um, footies today. Mm -hmm. The no-show socks. And it was $19. And I'm like, why? So, oh, it's probably displayed, displayed, where it's displayed in the store as well. Well, I got them. I went all the way to the back where they all were. Mm. And so I was like going through and I was like, all right. So then I found some for 12 And I'm like, yo, I still don't <laughs> understand. For those who don't know, I'm cheap on clothes. So I'm like, unless it's nice clothes, I'm not cheap. But regular clothes, eh, I ain't trying to spend it. And so I'm like, yo, what the hell is up? And then I keep going because I'm cool with the 12, right? Mm -hmm. And then something, I was um, I was looking for something else. And I seen the same footies for nine. And I was like, 
It's the same shit with the shirts, the jeans as well. It's like mm-hmm. annoying. But anyway, what the hell we talking about? Oh, so <laughs> yeah, we do this on this pod. Yeah, but um, sometimes I do look at being exclusive. Um, when you're in your tiers, and I think photographers hate thinking of it as though like, oh, there's tiers within photography. But no matter where you're at in life, there's tiers. We we all work for a hotel. Mm-hmm. It was owned by a bigger company, but there's tiers in hotels. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So you have like the the wrist cards from where we were. It's like a top tier. Then you had like regular like courtyards was a different tier. Then you have some like lower than that. You know what I'm saying, so to speak. Or let me put like this: you might have uh, the wrist carlton but you might also have like a renaissance, and then you might have a courtyard, and you might and you know things of that nature where it's like everybody pretty much can afford to stay, you know, at a courtyard, right? Which is cool. I love courtyards. They're my favorite. Until Spring Hill stole them. Hmm. Don't we like Spring Hill? Because they got the sliding doors? Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, Spring Hill's got the breakfast in the morning, too, don't they? All of them do, don't they? Not all of them. Well, homes to home with other sweets, yeah. Oh. All the sweets. Yeah, true. Um, And then in those, like, lower tiers, I like Courtyard. And then, like, in the mid-tier, definitely like a residence. But residence is so damn expensive. You might as well just go stay at the Ritz for that. These days... But these days you can I told Nail we going to Vegas tomorrow. I told him I said, bro, if you cancel the Airbnb, we can stay on the strip for cheap. Yeah. Who this? Oh, let's see. You on the podcast. Welcome to Spectrum. See? That's what I hate. <laughs> Yo, I had to cuss out a dude from Spectrum um last hey, week. Today. For real? Yeah. What'd he say? She talking about Okay, so the bill not due until <laughs> oh, gosh. whenever the bill is due. And I don't even know when it's due because I always just wait for the TV to tell me when it's due. You know what I mean? No. So the lady called me. I ain't never got a call from Spectrum in my life. <laughs> so I guess they just started employing people. So I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, the TV ain't cut off. I'm going to pay the bill. Hello? Don't I pay it every month? And she was like, yeah. And I said, and I always pay through the app. So why are you calling me? Bro, I had a dude call me. He was like, hey, Mr. Bowyer. I was like. Hello, I'm not giving you nothing. <laughs> and then he was like, um, "So, Witcher Bill, um, no, he goes with everything um, because you're a loyal customer. We want to give you th- this. This fool said three days of okay. stars, of Cinemax, and all that shit. I said, first of all, three. I said, bro, I'm good. No, no, not three days. He said, no, Mr. Bowie. I go, hold, hold up. <laughs> So now I'm like, I know this nigga ain't cut what me What you off. mean no? <laughs> and I saw, I go, he goes, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I said, no, I don't need it. I said, bro, I don't watch cable. I don't have cable. I don't know why you trying to give me free whatever when I don't have a package with you guys. Yeah. And then he was like, no, Mr. Boer, you do not understand. I said, bro, why are you talking? He And then he cut me off again and said, no, you don't understand. And I go, I let him go. And then he paused. And I said, you still talking. I thought I didn't told you I don't have TV. I don't want your service. And I said, must I remind you, didn't you lead this with you're on a recorded line? Yeah, you dummy. And I said, so now my next thing to you is going to be this. What do you need to say to me? And what do I need to say back to you so you'll hang up? And he said his next line and it, he ended with, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. He hung up. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is you? I hate people. Um... <laughs> Back to being exclusive. Sorry, if you ever listen, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, and it probably is because Amir is uh, not a photographer. This is technically his only second his po- second podcast he's ever done with me. 
Um, but with that being said, um, being exclusive works. But with the going back to the tiers, there's tiers in photography. Within your tier, be exclusive within your tier, no matter what it is. True. And once you're exclusive within your tier, then you will move up because it's only going to make you better. Trust me, if you're going to give great work every time you work or if that's your goal and you you're exclusive who you with. And I'm not talking about like, whole OK, I'm a you know, I'm turning down clients. But sometimes you're not turning. You're not. Um, I'm more or least more or less talking about the collapse. And then the more exclusive you get, the higher your price is going to get. And then you're not going to be able to work with shitty clients like we talked about earlier. All right. Next question. Well, wait, before that's actually Matt true, because I, I met a. um a tattoo artist mm-hmm. and i remember i was at the i was at ej's house and it was a mm-hmm. one of her friends a tattoo artist and they were there was someone there looking for a tattoo i don't remember who it was but they wanted like a photographer a picture pretty much mm-hmm. and she was dead honest was like you know i'm good but that's just not my niche you know yeah like what i do is more graphic yeah and stuff like that so it's good to know what you're doing and mm-hmm. and know what you're good at yeah especially right. in that Next, yeah. we got to get to the shit before Karina zones out. All right. What's one mistake you notice on most photographers' website? Uh, not enough pictures. Easy. Boom, bam, ma'am. That's it? Uh, it's a lot of... You'll be surprised how many photographers' websites you go on, and you don't see a lot of pictures. Hmm. Which, if you're buying... If 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 you're coming to me to book me for a photo shoot... Yeah, I want to see pictures. You want to see a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Almost like, all right, cool. I see enough. I don't need to see any more. Yeah. But when you go there, and you're like, damn... All right, he got five pictures on his website. On none of the other pages, there's no galleries. Yeah. And what am I supposed to be doing? And my my biggest thing is, the biggest mistakes I see photographers make is uh, they just solely depend on Instagram. Yeah, that's bad. Because if I say, yo, what's your website? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, just check out my Instagram. Then it's like, like I always make sure I do this. When um somebody's out in the street, it's easy just to be like, yo, check out my Instagram. And but I tell them I say, hey, my website is in my bio. Mm-hmm. Check that out. That's where the meat is. Yeah, because yeah. you you never know. I might be showing some young ass them these young ass girls who be on my Instagram who I'm posting and taking taking pictures. They're not paying those bills. That's why a lot of them are recycled pictures because mm-hmm. the bills is getting paid for the weddings or you know people the branding services the dominatrix today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's things of that nature where I'm like, yo, that's how I'm getting paid. Yeah. It was lube on the floor when I took a picture. There's nothing wrong with lube. If, Next, if it's in your hands, not mine. Whoa. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> whoa. Next question. <laughs> that sounded real bad. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, it's too late. Where, where do you print your pictures online? Miller's. Shout out to Miller's. Shout out. That's enough of y'all. Well, hold on. Because I need to get my cash register too. Um, shout out, shout out to Miller's because I got a picture of Iris and I got it on a, a metal print. If you want to spend a good little bit of money, not a good little bit, it was only like seventy bucks, which was surprising to me. But it was on a piece of metal. The picture is bomb. I'm gonna share it on my Instagram. Um, definitely check out Miller's. That's amazing. All right, never heard of. Um, yeah, yeah, of course you haven't. Oh, <laughs> going back to that building bloom um post before we get to the shits, um. I was going back and forth with somebody in that group because if you don't remember, if you scroll back up when I was talking about it earlier, I had to cuss, not cuss out. I had to fuss out this girl because we was talking about the chick who was saying like somebody wanted to buy her full session at a mini session. And this girl posted, she said, I need some advice. How would you deal with somebody who's trying to pay less for your services? At this point, 
I think it's red flags and I would rather not work with them, but I'm not sure how to nicely turn them down. And I wrote in a group, I it blows my mind how posts like this, which is which is to me, ego boosters get approved so quickly or get approved during prime time. But me or other photographers who have like new work, we want it critiqued or we want to share it with the world. It gets, you know, it get posted at two in the morning. Mm. And this girl tried to come back to me and she tried to hit me with the, you know, I feel like I had to come to her aid for against you. And I'm like, this shit has zero to do with you. And I was like, yo, I hate <laughs> ego boosters. But to to answer her question, even though that question had nothing to do with me. Well. Um, my question to that young lady, what's her name? I Jolene. Like- Joe. How you say this? Julianne. Excuse me. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to Julianne Kim. Um, Julianne Kim, I will say this to you. You don't respond back to shitty clients. It's We're we done with that. We're you done know, with shitty clients. Once you set your standard, let people rise to yours. Absolutely. You know what I've noticed as I've gone through this? She about to miss the fun part. People, <laughs> um, <laughs> people, you going to change? Cool, cool, cool. People are afraid to lose shitty clients, and that blows my mind. Yeah, I did. Th- I didn't think they. I think what people may think is like a dollar's a dollar, but as long as they're following me, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it sucks. It's, yeah, it's a bad. It's a bad mindset. I learned that definitely working in luxury. Mm. It's like when you have to weed people out, like you said, you weed out the shitty customers. Yeah, it's true. If they're not, if they're not going to pay the top dollar or the dollar that you're asking, then Go, go to McDonald's. Absolutely, you know, and you kind of just be like, "Cool." You and we know, we've seen people come in who can't really afford to be there, who don't have the money, um, and sometimes you're just like, "I know what they're about to come in here and complain about." Like, fuck it, yeah, I won't never see them again, and I'm not giving it to you for free. Yeah, yeah. I was that boss. Uh, see this guy. Um, <laughs> late uh, a little bit more about photography stuff. Canon update for those who do not know, Canon did canceled my canon r5 um i had to order it through bnh and i wrote a facebook status like i don't think god wants me to have this camera because i got on bnh and my they canceled my order too however (laughs) (laughs) bro i'm so over this damn camera which is funny (laughs) to me because um in canceling my camera um i told the dude to swap the credit card on the camera and he didn't swap it he canceled my camera order and replaced the order with my new credit card, which pissed me off because now I'm pretty sure I had to go to the back of the line for this camera when he swapped it. And I was like, yo, you didn't have to do that. Like if you would have told me that I would have been like, "Never mind, bro. You good. I don't feel like going to the back of the camera. But at this point, at this point, I'm like, yo, I think I just want to get the credit card points for the camera. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna let it rock. I'm not tripping off of it, but it to me it pissed me off. But so that's the update with the camera. I'll let y'all know when I get it. Um, but it's amazing now because the Canon um, they making a R5s, so they're already working on a new camera that hasn't already been out for five for uh, six months. They are working on a new one, and it's gonna have 90 megapixels. Uh, uh, do you know what that means? No. Good. It's it's good clarity. Yeah, it's gonna be big. You can make big ass files with it. Nobody ever fucking needs that. Uh-huh. All right, you ready to get to this? Uh, you ready to get to the shits? Yeah. You got a song you want to play in between? Uh, anything Beyonce always works. Why? Cause I want to play know, her. The, it's her month, the Queen's month. Oh, it is. Happy birthday to her, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I can't play Brown Skin Girl. That's my joint. Good. That's nah, it. it's not gonna get nobody hype, is it? Oh, oh, hype music. I don't really know. What's your favorite Beyonce song? 
<sighs> upgrade you. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm an upgrader. And oh, when gosh. I upgrade somebody, I better not be doing it for another motherfucker. Because if that happens, it's snapped. Here I come. <laughs> this your shit? Yeah, this your shit. Yeah, B. You don't even like the song. Talk your shit. I was edited. That wasn't you who did that? What this? Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Oh my gosh. I hear you be the block, but I'm the life to keep the streets on. Yo, we about to get to the shits. We got to talk about Dr. Dre. We got to talk about Charlemagne uh, starting a new podcast um, network with iHeart or something like that. Uh, we definitely got to talk about. You saw this nigga Tori apologize to Meg. I heard we get into that. Yeah. You know I love me a little Meg. And we definitely talking about power versus Pussy Valley. Did you see that tweet today about P Valley? What happened? We'll get oh. that. You gotta save it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Amir does have to answer a question. So I wanna welcome you to the podcast because I know some people that are not into photography. Definitely is only listening to this segment. So shout out to you. Thank you for being here. Um, shout out to Beyonce. Happy birthday to her. Happy belated birthday. Apparently she was in Italy. I believe. I believe it. She got the money. You know that. You know there's a this tweet going around talking about Beyonce's actually an Italian woman. Oh gosh, it's a whole thing. Hold on, man. Sh- sh- tell them people to shut the hell up. All right. So, if this is your first time ever listening to my podcast, I want to welcome you. This is the Peyton Exposure Podcast, where um, it's very much catered to black and brown photographers. However, this segment um, is where Amir will freaking shine. We put some champagne in him. I don't know if he drank today. Um, it doesn't matter. But. I do want to welcome him because uh, we got some shit to talk about. First things first, two million dollars a effing month. For those who do not know, Dr. Dre wife has re- ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife, has filed a deposition for two million dollars a month. <laughs> first of all, I want to go off and then I want to be mature. Or yeah. should we be mature first? I don't know. So, all right, go on. We got to, no, hold on, hold on. We got to make a decision as a podcast. Mature <laughs> first or immature first? Mature first. Okay. Mature me is like this this is a woman who's been married to a now billionaire. Um, with that being said, I don't think a lot of people know how much a billion dollars is. It's a lot of effing money. Um, let me put it like this. I asked, I asked my homeboy, um, when Jeff Bezos was worth $100 million, and he got a divorce and his wife took 40. And then, you know, amazingly, the next year he had, he made, in one year he made an extra $100 billion, mm. which was amazing. But before we get there, um, <laughs> with, with his wife taking 40, and then I noticed she gave away 32 of it or something crazy like that. She gave away more than half. It was like 75%. And asked my boy, I said, why would she do that? And he said, if if I told you you can buy anything in this world right now, what would you do? So I said, I will buy a house, a big-ass house. Mm-hmm. He said, where, though? I said, well, I want a big one in Charlotte because that's where I'm from. And then I want <laughs> one in L.A., probably New York, and Vegas. 
And he said, okay, what else? And I named out some cars. And he said, okay. He said, what else you want? I said, a watch. He said, okay. I said, in a big ass studio, like a studio. Mm -hmm. He said, cool. He said, that's it? I was like, yeah. He said, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. You might have spent $100 million. He said, maybe. He said, and that's all through the houses. He said, the cars, the watch, the studio. He said, you might have spent a couple million there. That's it. He was like, the houses is going to get you, you know, 15, 10, 15 million. Because you're not going to. He was like, bro, you didn't spend shit. It's upkeep. Yeah. And and that, and he said, but he said, uh, you know, that's some real money. Yeah. So, and then the other mature part is in California is one of those states that as soon as you're married, everything after that, that you, you guys are considered one after that. So technically she's a billionaire too. Mm -hmm. You know, they share his billion. So the mature part of me is like, well, shit, they billionaires. And shout out to Ebony K. Williams. If you do not know, go on her Instagram. She is a sister, um, who used to be on Fox news, but she was the one on Fox news, keeping him in check. (laughs) amazing and then she quit when she was just like my contract is up i ain't going back Mm -hmm. to that and she be cussing out she is from charlotte north carolina shout out to her she went to give out shout out to charlotte um she is beautiful um i want to interview i actually want to shoot her just because i like how real she is don't you love people who can like be a chameleon they can different rooms they can be different people yeah um and not the fake kind but the fake the good kind the good kind of like chameleon so shout out to her but um what you got to say? What mature parts you got to say about her one two million? Well, first I would like to know what his income is. Mm. You know, like what is still coming in for mm. you to even think to get two million? You know, a month. A but month. I also believe in shooting shoot high because we're gonna land somewhere. We're gonna land somewhere. You know, so <laughs> yeah, let's start with two million. You might end up with a hundred. You might a hundred what million. You never know. Oh, oh yeah, because they got to settle. Nah, you know, yeah, but for those yeah, who yeah. do not know, like this is only until they settle. Mm-hmm. Now, we got that out the way. Yeah. You ready to get stupid? Yeah. Now, oh, you about to read her breakdown? Oh, you got it put up? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to. I'm about to break up this shit. Her breakdown is reckless. Her breakdown is the craziest shit I have ever. Cell phone seen. bill, bro. Laundry and cleaning, ten thousand dollars a month. Close $135,000 a month. Amir, why the hell do I need to spend 10 grand to clean your clothes? That If you buying $140,000 worth of clothes every month, how many times are you wearing them? You're not washing them. Yeah, and what I do know from experience <laughs> is that rich people don't reuse underwear. So they therefore, you ain't washing those. You ain't washing those. And unless it's like super, super expensive, yeah. you're not wearing the shit over again anyway. Okay. Especially like someone, someone like her, her stature, and they got money. They're they're not outfit repeaters. No, most times, definitely not. They might have like a couple of stuff that they wear around the house or to the grocery store, but they're not wearing that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, education sixty grand a year. Where is she going to school at? Is it her or the kids? The kids are grown allegedly. So, <laughs> and if the kids grown. <laughs> What the hell am I paying? I'm not <laughs> education. Pay- yeah, you ain't paying for it. I ain't paying. They adults. They could be dogs, bro. You know, rich people and their kids. They dogs. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> next entertainment nine hundred thousand. Amir, what tell is me how we? Tell me how you entertain yourself for nine hundred thousand dollars a month for real. 
Oh, we going on vacations. We getting yachts. <laughs> okay? We going to be going around the Caribbeans. Amir. Europe. 900K a month in entertainment. Oh, hell yeah. I wouldn't go be going to work, period, because if you're on vacation. Well, 900K is paying for all my stuff. Amir, if you on vacate, if you want nine hundred thousand dollars a month, why do you need the sixty to educate? You don't have time to educate. You got to spend my nine hundred. We don't know what she's doing on vacation. Why? Well, for me, there would be a lot of alcohol, a lot of people with no clothes on. Yeah, me and, and my wife would be cutting up. We'd be traveling. Pre, speaking of vacation, ninety k too. We don't know nine hundred, nine hundred, almost a million dollars in. Oh, just oh, okay. I about to say, well, we don't really know what kind of hotel she likes to stay at because you know that that can rack up real quick. Absolutely. And then the room service, and we don't know how long she likes the vacation, but still, it's reckless. Well, if you think about, it, let's say you go out of town, you might spend. Let's say you spend four thousand dollars a night. Times thirty, that's only thirty days in a month. That's only one hundred and twenty k. Yeah, but you got to prep for the next one, and then you got to have a big vacation year though. too. But a lot of times, you know, they like to do those family vacations, so they uh, take they carry their kids. Rooms, oh my gosh! It's just, I mean, nonetheless, she ain't spending nine hundred k. She's just trying to rip this man a new hole. Exactly, one hundred and twenty five in charitable donations. Who the hell are you to give Why away you, my money? My money. I'm gonna take care of the charity. I do the charity. You don't get that. Yeah, she just want to kick back. Um. <laughs> This is the funniest one to me. The mortgage, 100K. No, the funniest is the cell phone bill, bitch. Which is 20K. <laughs> <laughs> this shorty wants 20K for a phone. Amir, when the last time you paid 20K? When What's the highest cell phone bill you ever had? The high, Probably $300 because I, when I had two phones, I would forget to pay it. Okay, mine's the highest phone I ever had was like 180 And it's when I went um, on a cruise and I tried to call one of my friends. Cause I was yeah. bored, and then when I got back, I tried to tell the cell phone bill. I, it wasn't I me. told Sprint. I was like, "That was not me." <laughs> Them, that nigga on the phone hit me with a, "What, Mister Bo? Where you call tequila?" You talking about who? Tequila. <laughs> Someone you always call. Somebody. Yeah. And I go, "Huh? You have her saved under your contacts as tequila, because they could see. Because I think I changed it even on my bill to only say tequila. Uh, and he was like, I was like, and he's like, that's a common number you call." And I was like, well, how long did I talk to her? Mm-hmm. He was like, seven minutes. I said, no, I would never talk to Teak for seven minutes. <laughs> Must have been drunk. So, <laughs> he goes, well, I see your entire family's over. What he doing too damn much? Just I give said, my money I, back. I said, bro, never mind. <laughs> Hung up the damn phone on this nigga. I said, get the fuck out of here. He's doing way Asshole. too much. I can see everybody's over there. Who? Who? I don't know. I don't know Brittany. Yeah. Um, I don't have a family, sir. <laughs> it's just me. Um, shout out to Charlemagne. Hand class for Charlemagne and our heart. I didn't hear him on the radio today. Was he off? No, he was back. They're actually back in studio now. Then this morning. This morning they were back in studio. I didn't, How, I didn't hear him. Um, however, well, you know, Charlotte, they're not on the Breakfast Club no more in Charlotte. I don't know was what's that young up. Jock. I was listening to. Yes. No, it was too early. There's yeah. no way I was. Up young like, Jock is on one hundred three point three. Yeah, I know. From I got 6 that. To 10. I, I know I'll be hearing that on my way to work. Yeah, oh, 6 to 10. 6 a.m. It 6 a.m. Yeah, Young Jock. I don't know what happened. They have never told us what happened. The Breakfast Club is just gone from Charlotte for right now. That's um, messed up. But Angela Yee said they're only going to be in studio for today. And tomorrow, they won't be there. So I don't know what that means. Um, Which is interesting. They have a big thing of plexiglass that goes around Envy. And... <laughs> Yeah, and I think one of the vibes. Yee and Charlemagne. They might as well get their ass back to work. Is that your foot? Oh, that's the uh, court. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but he created a. Um, so 
iHeart has a black part, um, black part of their podcast for um, a black part of their podcast. They have a podcast section now, and it's nothing but black podcasts. So I thought that was super dope. Um, hold on, let me tell y'all who on here. Sorry, this is when uh, we're definitely sorry. Uh, I like Charlemagne. You know, speaking of Charlemagne, here we go. I already know where this is going. Oh, now that you know. Speaking of Charlemagne, he should promote my girl a little bit more. Who? Wendy. For what? Putting them on. I no. feel like, okay, when somebody puts you on like that, yeah, yeah, oh he gosh. brings her up sometimes. You know what I mean? But if it wasn't for Wendy, he would not be where he's at. That's cool. I But if for him, I look at it like this. There was a point in time when Wendy did not claim him. Yeah, but there's probably a reason. But you also, she's also, not, that. She's also not that person who like needs these accolades. Or, I, or whatever, however you say it. You know what I mean? But she, because no, somebody asked her something about like, oh, Charlamagne. She's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's how she does. But you then know? also, <laughs> that could be because of her husband, ex-husband. her husband, ex husband. Yeah. Which I can't wait for her to go on the Breakfast Club, though. I Oh, that's was. gonna be good because she, she, she's going on the Breakfast Club. No, I'm just, I imagine uh-huh. she will. Once all this shit is done and like, they have their issues because they they're cool now. They've been talking. Charlemagne always goes in on her man. Would she um, write a book? Another book? She needs to. So I wish she would get back on the radio though. That ass. She was so much. That TV money so real. Yeah, yeah. That's some real yeah. money. That's life changing money versus yeah. this radio shit. So for those who don't know, Charlemagne um, and Our Heart launched the Black Effect Podcast Network, which is super dope. Um, some of the podcasts that's on there that I actually actually. F with that I definitely just scooted past again. Um, shout out to uh Nori and EFN there on there for drink champs. I know horrible decisions is on there. Sorry, I'm trying to look for the rest. Um, so those podcasts I think is super dope. Um, I know DJ uh what's his name? DC Youngfly, his podcast on there. Never listened to it. I ain't gonna lie to you, I ain't gonna hold y'all with that. Um, but I, I just thought when I was listening to it and I was watching it, I had the article early. Sorry, y'all. But um, I thought it was super dope. And especially for me, because I am a black podcaster, it I thought it was super cool. I hope they do bring up. Um, I hope they're able to work with other podcasts such as this one. Shout out to me for trying to get us put on. But I would love for them to talk about issues and bring up have other podcasters come on who really had this dream of working for talking about issues that really touch on black issues like this one. This podcast is catered to black and brown photographers. Um, anyway, so yeah, they got, um, shout out to my homegirl, Ebony K Williams. She's going to have a podcast holding court up there. Um, Jess hilarious going to have a podcast. Her podcast is going to be on there. So it's a lot of things that's coming in, um, which I think is going to be super, super dope. Um, next up. Wasn't Jess hilarious recently canceled for something. Yeah, she did something. But you know, niggas don't really niggas We forget. We we forgive. I said on the last podcast, oh no, I told um Eugene when he came over here, I said black people is the most forgiving people ever. Oh. Which is an amazing segue for your boy. Yo, somebody keeps applying for my maternity. Photoshoot? Yeah, and I'm Are like they pregnant? Yeah, but they they've applied four times. Like, bro, you're in there. Like, Charge him four times. I'm like, yo, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, let's get to the shits. Hey. Real hot girl shit. Shout out to Meg. Um, okay. Because there's been a tweet. Can you pull up the tweet from Tori? 
Who calling you? I don't fucking know. So, for those who do not know, allegedly, Tory Lanez has apologized to Meg Thee Stallion. Apparently, he apologized to her the night of the incident. And his reason was, you got a drum roll? I got to Google it. Shout out to the. I, I like her. She talked reckless. I love her flow. That's why I like her. Yeah, I was disappointed because um I was listening to WAP again and I thought she was saying Rihanna, I'm a freak bitch, and I found out she was saying Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch, and that pissed me oh, off. Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it really it it sound better if she would have said Rihanna, I'm a freak bitch. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's the line, but it was not the line. Um, so Amir can't find it, but I pretty found much it. oh, read. not the whole tweet, but I found but just, the it d- says text to Megan after alleged shooting in okay. quotations. Okay, I just got too drunk. Yo, I want to say that. I mean, I've been too drunk, but I want to shoot somebody and be like, oh, I just got too drunk. Bro, <laughs> what the fuck? Is Tori still canceled? Hey, Tori is canceled. Is this a video of Megan? Tori, uh, shout out to you, bro. You sound like a dumbass. He sound like dumb as hell. You don't. I just got too drunk. Why didn't you just shut the fuck up? You should have. Like, it brings me to um, who said that line? Uh, Big Sean said it. I think it was Big Sean. It was like, uh, it takes. One one instance, one second to fuck up your Wikipedia, <laughs> and that is the truth. Yeah, Tori, your Wikipedia forever will have that. Like, have you? I don't know if anybody said, and I hate to be this guy, and don't charge charge it to the game. I don't mean to be, be this. Well, I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> I was gonna bring up, but I was going and I was gonna talk about how on his um Wikipedia. That incident is forever in his Wikipedia. It's in his Wikipedia. Yeah, it's that never incident going is never going away. R. Kelly's Rick Wikipedia will always say this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Michael Jackson, the greatest entertainer of all time. His Wikipedia says his scandals there all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, you will fuck up your Wikipedia in one instance. So, Tori, fuck you. Um, yeah, dummy. All right, Power P Valley. Where we starting at? power what you think i think it was good i really did i mean i i went in not i, I was excited because i was I for, actually i really did forget that last power ended and then we <laughs> was getting a new one yeah so i was going like wait and it's june and july we supposed to be watching power you know what i mean absolutely so then when i was somewhere and i saw uh the commercial and i was like oh yeah so then i was getting excited about it so i watched it um and i thought it was good i think tyree the way they they played Spoiler out the alert. show I'm not gonna say nothing. The way they no, played no, out the show, this, bro. True, true, true. Power come on on Sunday. If you ain't watched about Tuesday, yeah, fuck you. you ain't you ain't a fan. Exactly. But, but the ahead. way they they set the scene and played out the show, I think that they they opened up a lot of worms Absolutely. and a lot of like even mentioning homeboy's name, you know, as, as he was the shooter or whatnot. Which I think I wonder if that was planned when he said, "Oh, mom, I'm not scared no more." Yeah. If that was planned, like we know we gonna blame it on homeboy. That I think all of that is gonna be a mess. Um, it's going to be interesting because here's the thing that kind of leaves the door open for them to go get Tommy now. Yes. Because Tommy went to Florida or wherever the hell he was going. New York. No, 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 they live in New York. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Or was he going to Cali? Wherever he was going to where he was going. Yeah, because that's how Method Man's going to end up getting the show because they're in Cali. Okay. And so, but they in New York now. What the hell are you talking about? I don't fucking know. Exactly. I forgot the show ended. 
Anyway, so what's going to happen is Tommy left, and I'm pretty sure I can't remember if he went to Cali or Florida, but the point is he left. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it's going to be interested when they named, for those who not know, um, you better know. Yeah, you better know. She named Tasha named um, Tommy as the shooter of ghosts, and by naming Tommy, um, she got hit with a RICO charge. Which, if you do not know, RICO charges is serious. People go down. You can never have pulled the trigger on anybody, but if you get a RICO charge, you will go down the, the biggest. Cause yeah, but what makes you think that they? Why does that even make sense to even give her that charge? Because saying that she knew. Well, no, they saying that she, the RICO charges for like the kingpin or yeah. whatever organization, which means. Everything, every crime that the organization has committed, you said do it. Yeah, but and so why would they think that she? Why are they? Because that what they're trying to say is she was in charge of Ghost and Tommy and everybody that worked under them. Mm. If she ordered Ghost to be killed, if she ordered the ringleader to be killed, oh, we think that. Oh yeah, because she did say because I told him to. Oh. Yeah, exactly, and that's why they was like, oh okay, Rico, get this yeah. bitch up out of here. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm definitely excited. I'm interested to see. You know, we we are watching um damn what's that show? Um The Umbrella Academy. Mm. Um, which is a weird ass show on Netflix. I'm not saying that you should watch it, but it's actually kind of cool. I get stuck watching these shows with my wife. But Mary J. Blige is in there. And I love her. I told my wife, I said, I actually like her in the show. Like, I she still got the New York twang. She still is very just like on point and I like Mary J. Blige because of growth as a person. Mm-hmm. You remember when you remember when VH1 used to do them shits? What it used to be called? They love backstories and shit. Um, behind the music. Yeah, you remember that? Or it was on MTV. I can't uh, remember. I, I don't remember, but it, one of those. It was the ch- VH1 and MTV. They was right beside each they, other. Yeah, they was basically the same company. Where they are, they all owned by Viacom. But when you uh, was growing up, because you're from Jersey, people don't know. It's Viacom. Excuse me. Is how did channels do, go? Yeah, they was right next to each other. MTV oh. first, then VH1. Okay, so down. BET was way down the line. Okay, cool. So here, VH1 was first. MTV was the next channel. And BET was way the hell down the line, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to know they all owned by the same people. So um, <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm interested to see. I like Mary J. Blige. I'm actually kind of excited because at first I was like, yo, Tariq better do some dumb shit. Like, mm-hmm. But it was actually like, all right. And his little sister, she grown, but she's still acting like a baby. How old is she? She gotta be ten now. Oh. Fast forward years, but he's didn't grow that quick. She's exactly. the only one fucking growing. She yeah. Maybe Rain is not dead too. Rain is <laughs> definitely gone. Rain is definitely dead. But Ghost, <laughs> I think Ghost might be dead. But Angela, you think she alive? You still can't convince me Angela dead. I really kind of think Ghost and Angela playing this whole thing. That wouldn't be too bad. That would be yeah. But if they ended this show like totally like that, we would be like, this is cheesy as hell. Yeah, it would fuck up the scene. Know. Um. P Valley. So P Valley's bomb. What you think about the ending? Um, it's mad funny because Mari and I were talking like before this last episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Who do you think died? Like, yeah. who are they going to the funeral?" And he said, "Man, they, they ain't nobody died." He said, "They going to the auction." I was like, "Nah." Get I the said, fuck out "He of did." Here. I said, "Mari, I watch a lot of TV, and I ain't get that." I was like, "Nah," but I said, "I could totally see it." Here they come. To I the bet f- he was talking shit. He he went to Atlanta. Oh, not great. to thought either, y'all. But just yeah, I, it was a birthday. He only went for one day. Yeah, you back. know what's going down in Atlanta this weekend. Not that, not on that end. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, but yeah, so I think it's mad dope. But today you saw that tweet about the the governor, uh, no. Chuck Lisa. No, what happened? They said 
So he's a Trump supporter. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and they said, if you want us black people to keep watching, you need to kill him next season. What? Like, yeah. Well, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yo, y'all got to chill on y'all racism, yo. Look. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny as shit. Um, How could you be a Trump supporter? I don't know. Grab that book, the green bo- blue book. You got to find a question. So Expose yourself. Um, so for me with, with P Valley, aka Pussy Valley, if you have not watched it, please watch it. This is a spoiler alert on that as well. Um, somebody dies. It was super cool. It was um I really think they strive to get a girl to kind of look like Cardi B as they as the character, as Autumn. You think? Yeah, she she looks like Cardi before the fame, which I'm cool with. She's still pretty, but I mean, like it's nothing wrong with it. But I like that um I like Mercedes. Uncle Clifford is funny. I just want to see what's going to happen Uncle with Homeboy. Uncle Clifford is funny as hell. I just want to see what's going to happen with Lil Murder. A little Murder, yeah. He's going to have to kill somebody. Boy, it's Too many be. people. Well, they all know. You know what? And the, the thing is, is that, of Uh-oh, course. Here we go. Well, the thing I is, because, you know, I'm not straight. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. And, you know, my friends that I watch it with, we're all gay or whatever. Yeah. And. You know, Little Murder is not BL, which as the most people. Interesting. Oh, so that's what we're going with this podcast. You're going to turn up in the last 10 minutes. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is like, I would assume the masses of people are saying that this is a DL man, but he's not DL. He, because if you think about it, there's people who know. And Mm. there's, and one time he, when the one dude came to the club and they was trying, in the beginning. Absolutely. And it was like, oh yeah, you know, you everybody's bitch. Like they know. It's okay. just not confirmed. And then his homeboy who was like, yo, I thought that was over. Yeah. So he huh. knows and he's fine with people knowing. He's so he's not he's not DL. He's more what what would we call like discreet about it. But being from you know the hood and all that stuff, it's probably really hard to mm. be like, okay, but it's gonna be We gonna ask that question when we get off. We're gonna ask this little murder on a DL. Cool. All right. So for those who do not know, I want to thank you for listening. This is not the end. We still got like five more things to go over, but it's gonna be super quick. However, um, Amir is reading the expose yourself notebook question. Who this wrote is a these notebook. Questions? Uh, if their name is beside it, you got to shout them out. If oh. they didn't, you don't have to shout them out. But um, the point of this thing is the point of this notebook, you have to read a question and you have to leave a question afterwards. So Amir has this question. Are you ready? Just pick one. Um, oh, if it has a check beside it, you can't read it. Okay. How do you tell your mate you're not satisfied? sexually that's they don't have a check beside it no but that's got somebody's name on it okay what's her name it looks like it says dmz peaches mz peaches oh that's teak oh what up teak so (laughs) so go ahead um so how do you tell your mate that you're not you just gotta tell him (laughs) or her depending on how okay so if y'all deep deep in the relationship first off you should have had this conversation in the beginning because you already knew you know what yeah like when you first start having sex with somebody you know you are both figuring out what y'all like and what you don't like and your off time you talk about what happened it goes back to the communication okay. you know what i mean okay Babe, you know what i like and da 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 also ask people what kind of porn they watch mm. that's really okay. important now of course porn <laughs> that's a loaded question because you can watch some porn that you're not necessarily gonna do but nah. it, it's it's an open it opens up a worm of questioning that that's worth it you know what i mean so when you have that conversation you just flat out say you know what your blowjob ain't all the way right and this could help it (laughs) period so for me i look at it like this um 
if if it's not there, if this is not it, I will let you know, like straight up. Or oh, I, I'm I'm a nice person in those, and I don't never like hurt nobody feelings unless I'm just pissed off. So I'll probably hit you with like, yo, try this, let's try this, do yeah. this, do this. No, only do this, and then we'll go from there. But mm-hmm. if it's getting bad, I'm just like, yo, this ain't it. I honestly think the worst thing to do is have mean corrections during during the act. Oh, absolutely. Because that that I had I you know what when I was in college, I remember I used to hook up with this dude mm-hmm. and TMI for anybody who don't want to know. But <laughs> I um I used to hook up with this dude and what I realized is that I don't like bitch ass niggas. Yeah, I was about to say I should I say niggas? I don't no, like I bitch it. ass niggas period. Like and that goes for everything. <laughs> I don't like to hear nobody bitch. Like stop complaining, shut the fuck up, you know? And I just remember like he would just bitch about mm. everything, you know, about everything, period. It didn't matter what was going on that day. I could be giving him a blowjob or whatever, and he's still bitching. And it would just ruin the whole mood. So I would think, like, you know, giving, giving bad uh, adjustments during the act could fuck it all up. So Shout out to Teak for that question. Um, we're about to end this podcast so y'all don't get mad. These, This is the last... Um, this is the last minute highlights of the podcast. So we're going to make them quick. Amir got to give us his opinion and thoughts on it. Keeping up with the Kardashian is this ending. How do you feel? I'm actually happy about that. You know why? Because I feel like it's ran its course. And at this point, it's starting to look at, like, you know, fake, super fake. So I'm, I'm actually I'm happy about that. I think that there's going to be some. I think that Chris is definitely going to get a spin off, and it's probably going to be something of how to build an empire, mm. which okay. she should do and should be on Bravo. Unless she wants to be on the Real Housewives, um, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's Jr. Um, when speaking about the boy from, um, speaking about the boy from, hold on, I'm about to pull it up. I don't know if y'all gonna be able to hear it, but speaking about the young man who killed those people, he said, "We all do stupid things at 17." Mm. What What do you think about that? I think that's one of those things where they're turning their cheek. You know, it's where you know, a certain individual or color is getting better privilege than the others because we all do stupid things at 17. But we as a black man, you go and kill somebody at 17, it's that's not considered you. a stupid thing. It's not. You're done. Um, but the good thing is, is that I don't know any Trump except for the daughter because I happen to like her. But there we go. Um, last couple <laughs> things. Joe Budden has a dog fetish issue. Um I was hearing about this, but I didn't know too much. Like, he's having sex with the dogs? No. So, apparently, like, so I listen to the Joe Budden podcast all the time. Oh. They make a lot of jokes on there. Yeah. And sometimes they'll make a joke, and it's funny, and they'll laugh it off. And they their new thing now is they say comedy style, mm-hmm. which means all what we were just saying is fucking jokes. Like, yeah. don't read into that shit. And, and he's super sarcastic, though. Super sarcastic. And sometimes if you're not listening to the thing, you won't know that they're being sarcastic. You just hear a clip. And so with that, I know they start now saying comedy style because they deal with so many people that hear them and thinks that they take one segment and be like, yo, he said this. And it's like, no, nah, it's a joke. Yeah. No, he's being serious. Also, since he has denied that Spotify deal, there's been a lot of things that have been coming out about him that I feel like is what big corporations do when you. When you don't play with them, Mm -hmm. when you don't play with them anymore in the sandbox, they say, all right, we're going to ruin you. So like his friend, his excuse me, his baby mama's uh, friend who which is funny, his baby mom, who used to be a co-host on the show. Mm -hmm. Apparently she called him and she made some accusations that Joe put his hands on her. And now, mind you, I'm not saying he did it. 
Um, she did not come out and say he didn't do it, but she definitely came out and said he has been nothing but a great father and a great man to me and my child. Like, yeah. And whoever posted this, um, they full of shit. And I know who I sent it to, and they had to be the ones that got rid of it. And it's all fucked up, pretty much what she did. So I'm not saying he did it or did not do it. However, um, he definitely gave his verbiage on the phone when she said, "Yo," and you put your hands on me. His verbiage on the phone was like. Yo, why are you lying? Like, yeah. Why are you saying that? And he was so to me, it was interesting to hear his tone. That's what I was listening for. Um, but I'm not saying he did it or did not do it. And I don't want to be that guy. You know how people do when they hit you with the oh, as a man, you're taking up for another man. No, I don't know. Yeah, but also, ain't that old news? Yeah, and we that's all we know. Joe is crazy. We all know Joe is crazy. He said he sat on a girl's stomach. So yeah. she can move. If that ain't fucking domestic violence, I don't know what the fuck it is. So I'm not even worried about some new shit. Like right. in my mind, I'm like, yo, he told you, he told you, he told us that he snuck into Harry's room and slept under her bed. Yeah. Why she was not there. Yeah. And she found him because snoring, he was snoring, snoring, right. snoring. Like, this nigga has always told you he's fucking crazy. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, Joe Exotic says he wants to be freed. Did you even watch Tiger yeah, King? Yeah, I watched Tiger King. You think Trump gonna do it? No. <sighs> Trump, yeah, maybe. I think Trump might do it. <laughs> but Kara Baskin better watch out. She better watch out. Um, all right. Last time, last question, random question today. Last question today. Oh, have you ever let somebody hit on your significant other just to see how your significant other was gonna act? Yes. <laughs> and. <laughs> the first time it didn't go too well. <laughs> wow. The first time, yeah, it didn't go too well. I almost had to uh, whoop a motherfucker's ass not long ago. Yo, shout out to SZA for the new song um, featuring Ty Dollar. Ty Dollar, stop playing. Give us a new song. Uh, Amir, tell them how did you want them to find you on whatever platform it may be. Oh, you can find me on Instagram, Amir Kardashian. And you can find. Are you gonna me. change your name once they go off to you? Uh, maybe I just gotta figure out what's what's the best one. And then I'm also on Twitter, which is. Let me look at it. Is this the positive Twitter or? <laughs> Child, don't bring nothing up. Amir, <laughs> back to black. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, we can't do that. Um, anyway, I'm gonna holla at y'all next time. Yo, make sure you follow me on Instagram because I'm being Vegas this weekend and we cutting up. I'm gonna holla at y'all. It is.